0: Hello, greetings and welcome to the broadcast. I am your host, Maggie Cavanaugh, and I'm here with my co hosts Jessica Lindsey, Vanetta Carter, and April D. Metzler. I love these ladies and love hanging out with them every other Monday at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time, and we are so glad that you joined us. If you're watching us on the replay, please put your notes in there. We will respond to your comments. Uh, we just want to encourage you tonight with a word of encouragement about overcoming. So I am super excited about this topic. And so this week, as I was praying, I was thinking about all of the things that the Lord has allowed me to overcome. You know, Jesus said in this world, that means now, where we're at right now, the here, now, whatever, uh, you will have tribulation. You will. I mean, it's it's a given. OK, uh, the Bible says that it rains on the just and the unjust, you know, we're going to have some struggles. And it says that we will have trouble. But he goes on. He doesn't stop there and just like drop us, you know, going, OK, you're going to have trouble. He said, cheer up or, or in some versions say and be a good cheer that I have overcome the world. And so I'm like love at the top of overcoming. Matter of fact, this might even be a two part broadcast just because overcoming is such a big thing because there's obstacles to get in our way. So I I know Vanetta just got in from crazy traffic. So she probably (laughs) had to overcome just trying to stay calm and in the spirit and so forth. We're going to start with you, Vanetta, so that you can just share with us a little bit about what does overcoming mean
1: to you? I would say overcoming to me is really just trusting God in the midst of what it looked like, in the midst of what it sounds like, in the midst of what report the doctor may give you, knowing that our help comes from the Lord, knowing that he's our refuge and our strength and a very present help. He's not just a help. He said he's a very present help in time of trouble. And also just being reminded that he works all things together for the good of them that are called according to his purpose. And the fact that he has to receive the glory from our story is powerful. So (laughs) it's a great opportunity for him to show himself strong in it through our lives.
0: Wow. Is that not true or what, man? So for those of you that know scripture, they might have just preached a sermon in like three (laughs) seconds. I'm just saying. (laughs) (laughs) There was so much more that just came up out of her. And that's why we have her on here is because we love how she runs after the Lord. And her response is always, always, always going to be back. She's going to pray the word. She's going to speak the word until she sees it manifest. So thank you, Vanetta. I feel encouraged. very encouraged with that. Thank you. So, okay. So Jessica, Jessica, and I just want to give a shout out to y'all that Jessica, I'm so proud of her. She recently started teaching at the Bible school that she attended. And that's quite the honor. I'm sure that you had to probably maybe overcome uh, maybe a little bit of fear with that. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it would just be me going, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, this is something new. Talk, talk a little bit about how you uh, stepped into a new role, but yeah, you're able to overcome um uh the just the thoughts that fly into our head you know because listen y'all i don't care who you are if you got a pulse you have to deal with the sometimes intrusive thoughts sometimes um overwhelming thoughts that's why we have to constantly renew our minds so take it away jessica
2: uh i just want to give all glory to god first of all um really and truly um i can tell you right now that um me graduating from the bible college was a feat in and of itself i um if you ask my my pastors and my my registrar i was calling him every single day and telling him i quit uh so much so that my registrar lady she actually call, uh, she was talking to me on the phone one day and actually she was like no you're not you're just being silly and i actually hung up on me uh, <laughs> so i mean she was like no you're not you're fine and uh and so uh to overcome those struggles of just not feeling like I was uh, good enough. I was um, I didn't I never graduated high school. Um, I, I really didn't have the self-esteem that I that I actually deserved to do what I was doing. Uh, fast forward to when I graduated, I had actually asked uh, my pastor and I'll just share this really quickly. I asked my pastor, I said, if you all need me uh, to help, I'm I'm here. I was telling the ladies before we got on here, I said, uh, I did not hear anything for about a year. I've been out of Bible college for a year now. Uh, I didn't hear anything for about a year. Uh, during that time, I went through a season unlike anything else that I've ever felt in my life of rejection and, um, betrayal and and all kinds of stuff, um, from, from, uh, people that I cherished, absolutely cherished. Um, and so, and I know now that God uh, did not have me doing Bible college for that reason, because I needed to go through that. Uh, and, and I didn't understand it, but I was okay with that. Uh, and so I was uh, talking to my son just here recently, and I was helping him with math, who math and I are not friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were doing quadratic equations, and that's like a foreign language to me. So I looked at him, I was helping him and we were actually getting somewhere with the work. And I said, maybe I am a teacher after all. And I kid you not, it had to have been about 20 or 30 minutes later, I got a text message from my registrar person. "Uh, Hey, if you're still interested in teaching at the college, um, we would love to have you and we're having a meeting tomorrow. And so yes, now I'm a Bible college (laughs) teacher. (laughs) So, and I say all that to say, when you speak, uh, what God says is true. If God gives you a word, like He did me, He said, "You're Jessica. You're a teacher," and you finally come in line with what you, what He says is true about you, then things move. And what what I went through before, I had to go through in order to get to where I am today. So, there it is. <laughs> I love that because
0: you had to overcome a lot. And, and I, I can totally relate to that. I remember when I was a freshman in college because I was an eighth grade dropout. You know, my last completed grade was the eighth grade and I went back and got my GED. And when I started college, I remember looking around the room thinking, everybody had more education than me because for some reason I felt disqualified, which I'll tell you what, if anybody sat for the GD, it's no joke. I would have much rather stuck it out and stayed in high school. But with that being said, I had to overcome that whole, I can't do this, or I don't measure up. And that is just one of the areas of overcoming. So that's incredibly, incredibly good. Thank you for sharing that story. That's awesome, Enjoy. Jessica. So April, April, April is like, she, yeah, I don't know. She's looking <laughs> over the I'm not even the same woman I was 10 years ago, right? (laughs) So April, you've had to overcome some stuff. And I don't want you to, you know, this is, you know, I mean, you can give testimony if you want, but you know, testimony is not necessary, but we do overcome by the blood of the lamb, the word of our testimony. So no pressure there. (laughs) <laughs> but wait, you are an amazing woman, you're a musical artist, you're very gifted in so many areas. And you're, you're currently a student at um, Raymond Bible College. And uh, I know mm-hmm. taking on going to school full-time, running a household, homeschooling your daughter, uh, even though you're doing an online curriculum, you're still responsible for all of that. Uh, keeping up with your music, you are like co-facilitating, like I know you're probably getting overwhelmed naming off all the things that I say and you're doing, but you do everything. You're like, you know, everywhere and doing everything. So how do you overcome just the day in and day out?
3: Um... <laughs> I, I start my day in the morning and end my day in the evening with um with God. I I don't I don't know. That's that's my answer. You like had this long list of stuff, but um I don't I don't know uh how I would do any of that without him. So
0: Amen amen
3: that's absolutely. all i got that's
0: all i got <laughs> right right and there's a, that's very powerful because having gratitude and spending time with the creator of the universal and so you know that we're giving you just a couple keys a couple snippets of things that has helped us so that is a very powerful one we can't give what we don't get and if we are not getting filled up with the word there's absolutely no way it's impossible you know, to do the calling, do what God has called us to do without spending time fellowshipping with him. And, you know, when I don't do uh, as much, I feel the difference. You know, I start feeling like it reminds me of, uh, and I don't know if this is true, but I was told when I first started driving a car that if you get your gas tank down too low, then it starts to pull like dirt into the engine. Now, I don't know if that's true or not, but I think that's very true when it comes to us not staying in the Word, staying in prayer, staying in fellowship, uh, allowing the Holy Spirit to to do that. Would you say that's true, April?
3: I think so. And um, you know what came up while you're talking. You know how um, just in society they say, and it's a it's said with good intentions, right? You want to take care of um, you know your body in the temple of God as uh, you know women and men of faith of uh, God, but um, I think that there's there's something missing in that whole piece because we have a sentiment that's missing, but it says that you can't pour out of an empty cup. That's the the thing that people say, right? But biblically speaking, we are to become empty vessels so that we can overflow in him. And so then what does that look like in that sense? I mean, in biblical application, you know, if anything, empty me of me completely. I want to be an empty vessel. I don't want to be a a broken, you know, glued back together on my own, doing my own thing, trying to fill my own self back up, all of this stuff. Like I, 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 me, 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 you know, vessel, uh, management, (laughs) -management. (laughs) self-management. Um, I don't want to do that. I want to be, I want to not only enter into the presence of God to find God's rest, which he promises that we will have that, you know, and that peace that surpasses all understanding in him, you know, that guards our our minds and hearts in Christ Jesus. You know, I don't want to try to acquire that on my own. And so it's not necessarily about all of this, like self, 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 self care. Um, it's about, his care for us and and just resting in that and letting him do the refreshing, letting him do the restoral and letting him prepare the vessel so that we can be that willing and in submission, which uh, another thing I just want to segue a little bit there. Take the idea of submitting the negative stigmata that is tied to that and throw it out the window. Not what the world says, but redefine it as giving of yourself. So we give just as God is the giver. He in turn expects us to emulate him, be like Christ. And so we give of ourselves back to him. And so anyways, I don't know if that makes sense. But that's what just came to me while you're talking so <laughs> it's really
0: good and it's really true so whenever we are talking about being filled up we're talking about being filled with the spirit we're talking about being filled with the presence of god and if you are so full of yourself You can't get that. There's God's trying to get through there. He's trying to heal things and restore things. And we are just like, so like this happened to me and this happened to me and all of this stuff builds up and all of a sudden out of our mouth, the abundance of the heart speaks and we're saying all this stuff and we got all of this stuff in us. So she's absolutely right. Mm -hmm. We want to be empty in that respect, empty of us and empty of the world Mm -hmm. and what the world thinks and wants. I call it the eye disease. You know, the what Mm -hmm. I want, what I think, what Mm -hmm. I feel. It's all about me, all about me. And so you're I'm so glad you brought this up. We need to talk about this in order to overcome. We have to be able to take care of is it's not it's not self-care is like people think self-care. They think mani pedi, you know. Uh, going to the spa, things like that. So let's talk about that a little bit because I think you can't overcome unless you under truly understand. And April just gave us a whole teaching right there. I want you guys, if you're watching this on the replay, I want you to go whoop back. And then listen again, because she said a lot there. So true. Vanetta, how do you take care of yourself, put yourself in a position to where you are emptied out of the world, but and the infilling of the Holy Spirit coming
1: through you? And what does self-care look like? What does that mean to you? It definitely looks like spending time with the Lord and really just pouring my heart out to him. Because I think as we go throughout the day, you know, there's so much information that's coming at us, you know, and in order to to counteract that, I have to spend a lot of time with the Lord. It may be listening to some worship music. It may be just sitting in his presence quietly. When I did my devotion this morning, it was saying that if you're going to God just to get an answer, you missed it. We have to go to him to get God. And then as we fill ourselves up with the word of God. And as we empty ourselves, like you said, to really allow it to be less of us and more of him, then in return, we'll know his answer because we'll know his word, we'll know his heart, we'll know his mind. So really just going to him, not saying, gimme, 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 but saying, God, I love you. Thank you for saving me from my own destruction. You know, and just really just putting all of the things that we desire to the side, so that we can really just get him. I think Mm. we need to really just connect our hearts with God and just be, I think a lot of times when we go to him, it's like, sometimes we think like he's our heavenly butler, do this, do that, give me this, give me that. Then we get up and we go and we start our day. And a lot of times he's saying, you didn't even give me a chance to answer. You know, so sometimes we do need to just stay down a little bit longer Mm -hmm. and allow him to really minister to us in those deep places.
0: Yeah, and a word from God in the presence of God is so much better than a mani petty. Yeah. I'm not knocking on y'all for <laughs> mani and petties. They are good. We, you know, they are good and they are fun. But whenever we're talking about truly taking care of ourselves and overcoming, because you can get all the mani and petties out there in the world and still be broken inside. And when it, when God touches us, and when we allow Him to, and that means spending time with Him everything changes, everything changes. So Jessica, what do you think about that? I know that you're a woman, you like, you like your manny petties and I get that, but I know that you also know where to go for the source.
2: You want to weigh in on that? Oh, absolutely. Um, Going back to what I was talking about earlier, I think when what I was sharing the the storm that I went through, um, it was learning how not to be offended. And so God was taking all of that out of me. Um, And I, and I think it's so important that we're pliable and, and moldable like, like good clay uh, to be able to do that. Um, Because I mean, you know, God has created us this in this perfect image of himself and he's the only one that can mold us to be that perfect image of him. And so if we are open to allowing him to empty us, as April was saying, and fill us with more of him um, then we actually become the overcomer that we were meant to be.
0: Amen. Amen. So good. So good. And it's, and it's so true. I know for me personally, and we're going to do a broadcast, you know, we don't have time to go into it tonight, but we're going to do some serious broadcasts on talking about overcoming offense. Um, I had recommended to Uh, Jessica, and I'm so grateful that she took the challenge of doing the John Prevere Beta Satan. Um, April, have you ever read that book? Uh -uh. Girl, listen, when I became Christian, okay, I was so on fire for God. I'd always have Bibles with me. And with Bibles, I would also have this book called the Beta Satan because I would say, here's your Bible and read it every day. Here's your book on offense because you're going to get offended. If you're not already, you're going to be offended within the week. <laughs> and so it to me, it is a staple thing that I, I try to encourage to do. My husband and I are going through it right now just for maintenance. Uh, I think that on a regular basis, we need to understand, you know, the Bible tells us to not be deceived, you know, by the, the attempts of the enemy. And that's an area that he uses frequently. But anyway, we'll do a whole broadcast on that beta Satan thing. But so April, listen, overcoming okay uh do you have a favorite scripture about overcoming what is your go-to scripture when you're in trials uh things i mean i know this to narrow down to one is really hard but you know what is something that the word speaks to you uh that helps you to understand how far you've come in the lord because listen for those of you watching this broadcast We are all just, we are mosaic pieces of art. The God was so broken that God took together and put back together so that we can shine for Jesus. You know, the Bible says that, you know, the, the same spirit that rise Christ from the dead is alive in us. And when you become a Christian, the Holy Spirit, the piraclete comes to live on the inside of you. And when you allow the Holy Spirit to lead and guide you into all truth, which by the way, the Bible says is the comforter, okay, which we all need a whole lot of comforting, then you can literally count on the word speaking to you. And you might be watching this broadcast and you're going, they're talking about God saying this and God saying that. I don't hear from God. Listen, You can hear from God. The first most way he speaks to us is through his word. If you're not in his word, you're not going to hear that. He also speaks to us with what the Bible refers to as a still small voice. He'll speak to us through all kinds of people. He's spoken to me from the cashier at the Walmart. Okay, so I'm just saying, come on. So, April, I was giving you a minute to think about that scripture, girl. Go ahead.
3: (laughs) Well, you said it. Twice already, I believe, and that is my go-to scripture, but I just wanted to quote it verbatim. I pulled it up, so you did give me some space to pull it up real quick, but it's Revelations 12, 11 that you've said. And it talks about, though, um, I'm going to read 10 real quick because you just said the voice, right? Which is funny, but 10 says, then I heard a loud voice in heaven saying, now the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Christ have come for the accuser of our brothers and sisters has been thrown down. The one who accuses them before our God day and night. And they overcame him because of the blood of the lamb and because of the word of their testimony. And they did not love their life even when faced with death.
0: Hmm.
3: So there's the full passage there for Revelations 12, 10, and 11. Um, But I I did do a recent uh, study yesterday. I was just diving into some stuff. But, you know, um, I encourage people, and I'm not going to delve into it now because of the broadcast. But uh, Jesus is the executor of his will that he left us. And if you consider the word of God, the covenant promise, another word for covenant is... Will and testimony. And so you tie that into this revelations passage and we find out that in order for a will to be activated and executed accordingly just in secular death that you have to um, die first. Well, Jesus did that. And then in order to become the executor to follow it through and administer the inheritance that we are owed as children of God, he had to raise up from the dead. And so he did and he's alive. And so he is also our executor. So delve into that meat. You'll be there for a while. But anyways, there you go.
0: (laughs) Girl, that'll preach right there.
3: Mm
0: -hmm. I'm just saying, come on, that's good stuff. That is so good. And I'm glad that you brought that up because we have to uh, die in a sense Mm -hmm. to live, dying to live. Uh, I remember just feeling like I was I was like, I'm dying here, you know, my flesh being crucified, my will, you know, And for those of you watching, and if you're not a believer, you know, we, we, are, we, we, we are spirit. Okay. We have a body that we live in, but we have this thing called the soul. And when you become a Christian and your spirit comes alive unto God, your soul is not saved. Okay. Your soul is being saved. It's being transformed. It's being changed and molded. You're in the process. It's a fancy word of sanctification really is becoming holy. And so, and the and the word tells us that you know, be holy for I am holy. He, he, he wants us to be like that. Why? Not because he's like trying to control our lives and don't want us to have fun. He's doing that because he knows that holiness for him is going to be so much different. We're going to live right, righteousness, right living. We're going to be in that space where we're not going to put ourselves in positions that is going to harm us and harm others if we are doing things according to his his ways. So his ways are not our ways. So whenever you've got a a soul, which is your mind, your will and your emotions, And it's like been directing everything for 20 years, 30 years, 10 years, however old you are, you know, I was in my 30s. And I had some really I my soul was like, I was the you guys remember the TV show was one of my favorites when I was a teenager, it's called the Soutra. That was I, it was like, oh, yeah. What did I want? What well, you know, and so whenever I started dying to those things and I didn't think I was going to make it. But on the other side of it came overcoming. And I love it. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. So if you want more information on becoming a Christ follower, giving your life to the Lord, reach out to any of us. We will all walk you through that we will all encourage you uh, to go deeper in the things of the Lord because I've done it both ways. And I'll tell you, uh, salvation is for today and tomorrow's not promised for anyone. You never know when your time is up. You know, Vanetta was trying to get to this broadcast. She was sitting in massive um, traffic and I looked over at my messenger and someone from our Saturday night group of leaders from my church message and said, please pray for these people. I just witnessed a truck being hit by a train. Hmm. That person this morning did not know that their life was coming to an end. Now I'm not saying, I'm not using a fear tactic here. I'm not saying, you know, turn or burn or anything like that. What I'm telling you is a life with Christ is worth living. And I don't know who this is for, but it keeps coming up in my spirit. So definitely listen, take heed to what we're saying. Okay. Life abundant with the Lord. I'm just saying, you can ask us all and we'll do a broadcast about that another time. So, okay. So Veneta, let me unmute you here, sister. I had, I had some feedback coming from somewhere a while ago. So I just muted everybody to figure it out. Um, Veneta, what is your favorite scripture on overcoming?
1: Um, on overcoming.
0: Or any go-to scripture that you
1: need to overcome? I would say Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Uh-huh. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not on your own understanding and acknowledge him in all of your ways and he will direct your path. I love
0: that. I love that. That was one of the first scriptures that I, that I took to heart because... That part in all of his ways, because see, I, early in my walk, you know, I was super on fire for God, but then I got a little complacent and it was like uh, I wanted my way still, you know, and so we have to acknowledge him in all of our ways. And y'all, I love that. One version of that says makes your path straight. And and I love that because the Bible talks about the path of destruction as broad and, and narrow is the way. And so when we trust in the Lord, regardless of what your husband's doing, regardless of what's going on at work, regardless of who made you mad at church, regardless of whether or not your kid is obedient or not obedient, regardless of what's going on in your life or the life of those around you, all of his ways. Ooh, trusting in him. That's good. That's so good. Okay, Jessica, put you on the spot here. You know, they had to give up a scripture. I'm looking for a scripture on that is a go-to for Overcoming for you,
2: I think it, for me it was um, recognizing exactly who I was in the Lord. And one of the things that that God keeps reminding me is, is that He created me in His image. He created me in His image, and so when I remember that, when I'm going through stuff, I know that He is molding me, and that my and then I'm that I will be over. You know that I will be an overcomer in whatever area that is because he, because I'm created in his image. So that's good. That's good. So
3: Psalm one thirty nine, fearfully and wonderfully made. Mm -hmm. That one too. That one. Mm -hmm.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that one
0: too. (laughs) I love that. I love that. Listen, y'all, you heard it right here on the broadcast tonight. Uh, Like we said from the get go, we are just women going after God's heart. We are women wanting to help you be more confident in who He says you are, and uh, so that you can get through those struggles. You know, we don't we do not take it lightly. The people are hurting. And if you're watching this broadcast and you're hurting, you know, we we get, we know what that's like. We know what that's like, but we also know what the other side of it is when we submit ourselves unto the Lord and allow him to come in and heal us. So, ladies, I want to thank you for being on the broadcast. It's always a joy and a pleasure hanging out with my confidence today, sisters. And so uh, you guys can send this out to a friend who needs a word of encouragement. Also, you can catch it on YouTube. It'll be on Creative Motion Network on Roku because we just roll like that. We just roll like that. We just want to get the word out and uh, make sure that you follow these ladies on, on their social media platforms and uh, find out what God is saying. And if you have any questions about salvation, if you have any questions about overcoming, uh, we encourage you to, to reach out to us and uh, always remember that, you know, listen. It is the banana that gets pulled away from the bunch that gets eaten. So do not isolate yourself. Get yourself with a trusted friend, counselor, pastor, someone to encourage you. You are not alone. And we love you. God bless you guys. We'll see you here next time on Keys uh, or well, Keys to Your Life, the Godfitness Today edition, mom's edition. We'll see you next time. Bye, ladies. Thank you.